Yo, 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 it's your motherfucking boy, Young Weez. It's 2018. This is motherfucking Concrete Convos. I am in the motherfucking building. Got my man to my right. Let him know who you be, Groovy Lou. I'm Luis Jones. <laughs> hey, that's what happens when you have a mixed name, right? I mean, you can't sexy it up. It just it is what it is. So I'm going to run with that. Okay. And we got my nigga Scythe here. You know, he, he don't want to do too much talking, but if he shine in so y'all know who it is, it's no problem. What is good with you, Groovy Lou? Uh, I just got through watching an Oscar-winning movie called The Shape of Water. Okay. And it's about a, hum- a girl who fucks a f- human fish, and everybody was okay with that, and I think it's fucked up. What? <laughs> 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 For That's real? That's what that shit is about? <laughs> yeah. Bro, and I was going to watch that shit one day, bro. No, for real, for real. No, she had fish sex. A real fish, not a murder. No, you, like... you know, it's done by it's done by Del Toro, who did Hellboy. Remember Hellboy? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the fish guy in Del Toro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you know, this character looks a lot like, like him, right? Okay. And so he gets captured, and this girl who couldn't talk... Works at this lab. See, this to... is white people shit all the way. Well, actually, it's an analogy. Nah, this is some white people shit. Nigga. Well, it is, but it's also an analogy. It's actually an analogy of gay and lesbian sex, actually. And I know exactly what they're trying to yeah. do, bro. So they always trying to put it's some a... fucking messages out there to make it's it. It's a double entendre, you know? Um, so, anyhow, the part that fucked me up is that she actually does have fish sex. And they're not fucking around with this. But here's the problem that I have, right? <laughs> Okay, you already been to a fish store, how much it stinks, right? How about after you get splooshed by some fucking fish? <laughs> it's fucking oil-based. It is yeah. not coming off. Yeah, it's fucking groovy. That shit is water-resistant. You're going to smell like fucking fish juice for fucking weeks. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Well, this Groovy. is my nigga Groovy Lou, man. <laughs> oh, some real shit. Groovy Lou is a white guy. I know y'all keep half hearing Latino, me call him. Half Latino, half white. Half Latino, half white. I know y'all keep hearing him calling me my nigga. And I just keep, keep calling him my nigga. Bro. That's what that Western movie was all about, really. Seriously. About fucking having sex with a fish. All right, so let me, let, you know, let me let you know now what you're a part of, right? This is Concrete Convos, you know what I mean? This is something I really believe in. I put my faith in it, you know what I mean? This is the way I'm going to leave mm-hmm. my legacy to my son as a mm-hmm. man. For when he become a man, God forbid, if I'm not around, he could listen to this type of shit mm-hmm. and really indulge and be like, yo, my pops was a, this type of dude. You feel me? Oh, I love that. So, now that you on it, and I, and I knew you would be perfect for it, bruh. Appreciate that. I think we're going to keep running it back and forth between me and you, Groovy Lou. I appreciate that. And I also think, you know, The Shape of Water is also like the origin story for fucking Aquaman. (laughs) 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 If a chick had sex with a fucking fish, fish, man, where did the Aquaman come from? That's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. You watch Atlanta, Groovy Lou? I have not watched it, to be honest with you. I have not. You got to give this a shot, Groovy Lou. It's, it's a great show. This shit is the most hilarious hood shit ever. I haven't watched it. I'm, I've been, been meaning to watch it, but I've never gotten around to it. Ain't that right, Sykes? You already. Have you ever watched The Inbetweeners? Nah. Nah, you ever watched The Wire? The Wire? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I watched The Wire. You watched The Wire? You watched The Wire? Who was your favorite character? My favorite character is Richard Munch. You know why? 
Go ahead. He's the only character and the only actor who's been on television for 20 years playing the same character across five different TV series and four different networks. Never changed. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you really know that? I did. He was on X-Files as his own self. He was on Law and Order as his own self. He was on The Wire as his own self. The guy basically played the same character for 20 time. fucking so years. You talking he about the black guy? No, Richard Munch. Richard. He, he's a white guy with the glasses. He was in Law and Order. Um, hold on. Let me find you a photo real quick while you Yeah, just show me. Because Actually, you my know. favorite character was Omar. No, it wasn't even Omar. Richard Munch. Munch. Yeah. Detector Munch. Hold on. I think you got the wrong guy. Put Detective Munch from um Detective Munch from the Wire. Yeah, that's him. Word, this yeah. motherfucker does. He Yo. played he played for twenty years the same character across six fucking different uh, I mean uh six different shows and all the networks. He was on X Files, then he went to Law Yo. and Order. He does play the same fucking character. How fucking dope is that to have that the same hard. fucking you just left one network and they're like, Can you come to X Files? That is hard. <laughs> <laughs> be the same person. <laughs> be the same person. You ain't gotta read shit. Just do what you did at the wire. Word. Oh and, shit. Isn't that fucking amazing? I wish I had a gig like that every time I got fired. <laughs> which apparently happens more time than I fucking care to mention. You ain't the only one. At pizza joints, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he worked at pizza joints before. Uh, I just go, got through working at pizza joints. He goes to his jobs and speaks about racial issues. <laughs> <laughs> so, Who says that? Oh, yeah, y'all. Let me tell y'all. Groovy Lou, every time I see Groovy Lou, he got like a black fact for me. Tell us about your best Christmas, Groovy Lou. Well, first of all, I have a lot of fucking thoughts, okay? It's just not one of them. But one of no, my I ain't say you had one. I just said every time I see you, you give me a black fact. Every time. All right, next time I'll make a Latino one, you're going to ask me what the fuck's up. But anyhow, my favorite. <laughs> 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 I was just trying to reach out. Shit, my bad. <laughs> so my favorite Christmas is I got through hanging out with my parents. Oh, you see, you fucked up. Nah, you good. Uh, Keep going. So one of my favorite Christmases is I, I, I used to live in this small apartment complex while I was going to college. And all these apartments either were one bedroom or efficiencies for $300. And for $300, you literally fit your bed in there. And, you know, you had your stuff and everybody else has small places. So my girlfriend... New York, Groovy Lou. Okay. So my girlfriend, Sandra, who happened to be black, and a pizza delivery girl, and my friend, she was older, she had kids. Anyhow, after I left my parents' house for Christmas, I went over to her she place. She was older. She, uh, you said how, how much older she was? She getting? Oh, she was, she was at least 15 years older than me. She was a mom. Oh, that's what's up. So anyhow, after I left my parents' house, I went to her house, which was a couple of doors down. And I proceeded to meet her whole family, have soul food and smoke pot till like the end of the night, you know. And we all drank, and there was a whole family. And it was fantastic. I, I, would, I had more fun there than I did in my own family. You know what I'm saying? Despite the fact... For Christmas. Yeah. Despite the fact that, as you said with me, I'm not trying to fit in, you know what I'm saying? Like in the cliche way. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being myself. So it was a fantastic night to just sit around and smoke out and 
dance and fucking talk crazy shit all night long. No, first though, I know you being yourself, man. That's why I invite you yeah. to the podcast. I appreciate that. I, appreciate like, that. I, I, I like people who can talk that shit, as I say. No, it's a lot of fun, man. I mean, um, but hey, you know. But I know what you mean, man. A black Christmas is a, it's a lit Christmas. That's what black people do. You know what I mean? The, the cousins that smoke weed, they rolling the blood up. The, the aunties got the great food. The music is playing in the crib. The family is there. We all happy to see each other. We chilling. I know what you mean. I mean it's all about having, you know, it's all about how experiences. Yes, yeah, a couple years before that, I slobbed my virginity to a fucking Korean hooker whilst in the army. You know, and so you have different experiences in life that you go through. You know, a Korean. <laughs> Where was that, bro? I was in Korea when I was at the service. <laughs> What's the stuff? Are you, are you paying for that first visa? <laughs> I held out till I was 19 because I was a Christian. But then if you're going to go to war, you're going to die. You might as well pop the bang on the way out on the Korean hooker. So it wasn't that bad. So was it worth it? Did you get Did you get your money worth it? Sadly enough, I think me and my first sergeant, who I met a year later, who had served before me, apparently we had shared her like a year apart. So she wasn't that special. I think I knew a guy who had been with her a year before. <laughs> <laughs> how special did you want to be if she was a hooker? <laughs> but it made my friend and I very close because we had a common link. I shared something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> niggas do the same shit. Don't worry about it. We do the same <laughs> shit, bro. You it yeah. Okay, so you've been asking me a lot of freaking, you know, uh, you've been putting me on the spot with the racial side, and I'm on your side of the fence. So, uh, tell me a funny thought about uh, race relationships in general. You don't have to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to go out of the way I to think, bait. No, no. I think that... Uh, hold on, let's get the control of that motherfucking TV first. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's all about being funny. You know what I'm saying? And I think there's a whole lot of funny shit. Because one thing I always tell Daryl about is the first time I came to America being Latino, my wife... <laughs> my wife friend... My wife friend... My friend, white friend's mom goes, can I talk to you in the other room? I'm like, there's another fucking room. <laughs> Is there another room? I didn't know there was another room. I tried that shit out with my mom. She started yelling at me in front of all my... I was like, can I talk to you in the other room? Here's the other room for you. <laughs> That's some black people shit too. Really? Get, get spanked in front of you. The thing is, bro, people are just fucking people, bro. Like, that's all it is. Everybody is the same if you just take away all of other bullshit, you know No, I mean, I knew that. I think we all know that here. But it is kind of funny to tell stories about, you know, perception and realities. Oh, and yeah, that of we course. Have, that's know. what the podcast is for. You know. Like, with me, uh, what can I say? i tell you one thing. When I was in the Army, I found out white boys don't use rags. Are you a veteran? I mean, nah, I ain't no veteran. What you mean rags? Wash, Wash rags. Oh yeah, no, we don't. Bruh, I mean every this is why them niggas kick me the fuck out probably. I mean every white boy start using rags. Dude, Straight I mean, like that. Like y'all niggas is going to wash. Fuck is wrong with y'all, bruh. Like we in here washing. Like we've been out all day, we in the mud. Wash your fucking ass, bruh. You know hey, but I mean? no no, I got a story better than that. So we've been in the fucking I was in the army. Yeah. So we've been in the fucking army for fucking we've been on the field now for three and a half weeks. Uh, okay, listen. After three and a half weeks, it don't matter what. Yeah, it. no, it don't matter what walk of life you're coming from. You know, you stink. 
So we all go get a communal shower. You know, everybody's naked. Everybody, no big deal. But my black friend goes, can I borrow your soap? I had a hey, hey, but get this. Wait, listen, listen. <laughs> but this wasn't hand soap. This was not liquid soap. This is actual physical soap. Bar soap. Yeah. I know what you mean? And we've all been in the fucking field for fucking two and a half, three and a half weeks. I wasn't ready for nobody to use my bar soap against their nuts or their ass <laughs> other than me. And then he gets, you know what I'm saying? Then he gets all mad. He goes, "Cause I'm black." I'm like, "No, you got his fucking bar soap. It's gonna go up against your crack of your ass, your balls after two and a half weeks, three weeks, and back to me." No, you should have brought your own shit. (laughs) Shampoo, motherfucker. (laughs) I got some rinse. You want some fucking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But you still ain't use the motherfucking rag, did you? Nigga? I didn't use the rag. I, I didn't never had. But that is a black thing, though, to use the rag. But no, I never used the rag. <laughs> it's also no, actually, thing, it's a country man. thing too. <laughs> it's a white country thing too, because my grandma, when I moved from South America, my my white side is redneck Texas, right? And my grandma always had uh, uh, rags for us to wash yeah. too. Um, but we also used a, uh, <laughs> we also used like soft water, very country. Soft water? With... Yeah. Yeah, she had soft water in her house. Yeah. This came from a well. Oh, shit. You never uh, heard soft water? You yeah. know what I'm talking about? I'm not just relating a little bit too much yeah. for you. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah. He's like, whoa, whoa, he knows soft water? My God, fuck me. <laughs> I thought he was posting <laughs> earlier. Now he's talking legit. <laughs> Soft water. Oh, shit. This nigga Groovy Lou going to roll right now. Soft water in the washing ass motherfucker talking mad shit. Oh, man. You can talk shit with the best of them, Groovy Lou. I'll tell you that. You got yeah. me over here crying right now, bro. That's the real shit. Now, I, I've always been a shit talker. Oh, man. That's crazy. So tell me a, 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 You never did tell me a story Or a perspective Or a funny anecdote about Like Coming across outside? white culture Or something And liking it Man Anything that surprises you Or do you think it's funny You know I'm giving you a shitload So I mean everything Have you, you ever ate At a white funny. person house Um yeah Ooh. See first of all I'm gonna keep it a hundred I'm gonna take y'all niggas Way back <laughs> Where's your mother I was in the shit Back in the day, because me and my moms, right, when we grew up, you know what I mean, we had it rough. So we had to go through, like, the system and all that shit before we got our crib in Brooklyn. So on the way in that, you know what I mean, for my moms to get a little break or get me a little break from living in the shelter and shit, I went to the Fresh Air Fund, where they send you, when I think about it, it's wild, when I think about it as an adult, Mm -hmm. but this is what happened. They send you with a white family for, like, a week or two. You feel me? And I'm going down there, and I'm honestly, no real, no, no fuck shit, no nothing. I'm enjoying it, my nigga. They taking niggas camping. Like, shit you I, don't I, do. I play ball in the hood. They got me playing in basketball tournaments, winning trophies and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, shit was lit, you know what I mean? Come home, you know, regular shit, go back to my mom's. So, I've been around white people before. That's why, I like, when I see... 
shit like all this racial shit that go on, it's hard for me to even understand it. Well, I tell one thing because right now. Because when I was like... Because white people was accepting to you and shit. Certain yeah, yeah, I mean, well, no, it wasn't even no certain white people. I mean, I, I can't say it was... I, I'll yeah. tell you this. I was, a, I was a kid, and as a kid, I remember that as a good memory. You know what I mean? Like, well, those should, summers it, it, it is, And it is, because listen... And I don't mean to jump in, but it, it's also... And I did. Yeah, um, sure did. I know, my bad. Back for a fucking story. Mekulpa. I give you one. You jump right in, motherfucker. Well, you touched the fucking, the fucking cockles of my heart, and I wanted to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, uh, not... Now I'm all fucking discombobulated. What was I going to say? No, but... <clears throat> One thing that, you know, you know who's fucked up in this country for real, and I think it's under huge attack, is why straight male guys in this fucking country. Either they're, either they're being attacked because they're sexually, you know, me tooed out, because everybody can be me tooed, but why straight guys, or in the media they're played as bros and fucking cocksuckers, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really, really pisses me off. That the image of the the average normal white guy who is a good and a white American guy who is a good person. I mean, I came up here from South America and I had a huge amount of white people. Not just like, you know, this is before like people had YouTube, so nobody was doing anything because they had to. They were doing it because they wanted to when they bought your house. You know what I'm saying? The best you had back then was, you know, your memory, a couple of photos, and if you were lucky, you they didn't move and you didn't lose them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what my beef is, it's like right now, you know, it's it, it really sucks that the average white normal guy has to be a bro and he's a douchebag, which we all hate that guy. But it's, it's a it's a face of life. You know, we all go through it. So the bro image shouldn't be stuck to a guy. But if he's a dad. On any TV show or movie, he's an idiot. You see what I'm saying? And and if he has any political opinion or anything, he's a racist or a fucking Trump supporter. You know? Or he has to be a feminized and he's okay and he's, uh, what is it? Democrat. <laughs> and he likes Modern Family. What the fuck are you talking about? Just the image of the white man and uh, the, the average white dude in this country and how it's gotten to a point where... It's just not good, you know? The average white guy is not a bad person. That's what you were starting with your story and my story as well. I didn't say the average black, white, white guy is a bad person. No, you didn't say that. I'm just saying how the whole thing started is you started a good story about being relating to people outside your own group, and I was telling that as well. And I'm just saying, like, in today's current media, white guys are always portrayed as either bros... Or clueless fucking fathers. You see what I'm saying? So what image would you want it to be? A legitimate one. Like we're just not talking about having a good life experience about meeting people. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and having... I mean, I think it's more important... I think it's more important to have like better... Repre- I don't believe in representation in movies and, and television because I need to be represented. I like authenticity. And I like even fucking movies that fuck up in the dialect. But at least... It's more representative of the conversations that we have behind locked doors with our friends and the experiences that we have. You know what I'm saying? I missed out on what was going on. 
<laughs> Never mind. So Michael Jordan is the greatest fucking basketball player ever. Hold on, let me help you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck out of here with that. Let me try to segue with that. That bullshit. was racist as shit. Hey. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me start talking about Tyson, but go ahead. <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker was just trying to talk about how, like, the white man image and media, he hate how it's portrayed. Like, everybody's like... Every white dude is like a douchebag and shit. I'm just sitting here listening to this nigga. It's like, true though. All right, what about our image, motherfucker? Yeah. Look how they portray. Look us. how they portray us. Hey, I'm, okay. If, first, if, if, if if you ain't never meet us, just cautiously like how you met us. You will see your image would be. You look at us and be like, niggas. yo, those some thug ass niggas right well, there. Well, when I saw Daryl, I did hit the hall floor and got in the fetal <laughs> position and threw him my first fucking red check. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. It depends who it is. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I think honestly, um, first of all, the it people who it the, shouldn't depend on who it is, bro. Yeah, and everybody got to get the benefit of the doubt. Well, and listen, ultimately, because if start, you didn't know me, you would think I didn't know. I, if I didn't know you, I didn't give a rat's ass. Daryl could tell you I've been all over the fucking place. The only time I was worried is when we went to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him to the hood. Okay, that was extra thick hood. I was a little, a little extra strength from my fucking days. Doors, roll the windows up. <laughs> okay, so, listen. We said, you said, Yo, what's your ETA? <laughs> Back. Okay, first of all, I hey, listen, he got real white. He got real white, right? Two minutes thirty-two seconds. I listen, he goes, he goes, yo, dog, this is crip to this is crip territory. Now, I'm I'm a black enthusiast. I'm good with this, but when he goes. Crips? I don't know shit about that. And he goes, I'll be back in two minutes. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to fucking do? <laughs> and me, it was a little, you know, I mean, look, I was already ready, you know. I, you know, I was good. They said, <laughs> they said we get gang member town. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, that's a whole different story. I feel you, know. I feel I you. mean, that's like, you know. I feel I you. know we was good. It was a little extreme. It was a little extreme. You don't, you don't know the backstory to that, but I was just like, you know, we good out there. But hey, it ain't like I cried or nothing. You almost yeah, dead. Cry. When I got back, he said, "Yo, motherfucker <laughs> came up to the window. He asked me who I'm with, what I was doing there. I'm ready to get the fuck out of here, <laughs> out of there." Oh, yeah, remember that? See what he just did in the proc. In the uh, he just made me sound bad. He told the I, truth, man. Man, do I strike you as I got fear? I'm a war veteran. I have no fear of nobody. I really don't. I believe you. I have absolutely no you fear. You have fear of atmosphere. No, I have fear. No. no, no. Honestly, listen, to be honest with you, on that environment, I wasn't fucking worried no more than I am in anywhere I've ever been. As you should. But I, I, having said that, um, <laughs> no, no, nobody's a fucking superhero, bro. You know what I'm saying? So there comes a point somebody tells you you're, you're escalated to the next level. I can play the fucking rules, you know, and be cool. I just wasn't, you know, I mean... Yeah. When you say I get what you say That's a whole different fucking level I get what you say But when the guy came through my window I didn't fucking start crying And throw my goddamn fucking wall And give him my Netflix (laughs) subscription (laughs) Fuck y'all I ain't my goddamn week Oh shit You ain't no bitch We get it (laughs) I told him my fucker I'm here with my boy He's like Whoa whoa I'm like Look man 
check my boy. And I rolled up my goddamn window, went back to look, and, <laughs> and, and loaded 911 on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> we have a black man white t shirt. <laughs> uh uh-uh, he called in to be like, I'm white. Those niggas is coming. It's been there ASAP. No, you know, it's really weird because, like, I have been to New Orleans, but I've, you know, I've had black friends, and, because uh, I'm a weed smoker and I like people. And honestly, and I told Daryl this before, and you picked up on this. I really relate really well to black people, despite being myself. You know what I'm saying? And I think that it's just something that's why though, because you're yeah. yourself. You don't so, try to be nobody but yourself. So other than New Orleans, for example, like for example, Houston, fucking poverty in, in the fourth war is pretty fucking strong. Uh, I heard that New Orleans is worse, and uh, and and so when we, we went up there, where you you know where we went. Uh, I wasn't that startled, you know what I'm saying? But um, you have experiences. And I think also, too, legitimately, I think it's all about, like, and I think as men, if you put out a vibe of a man, a man will respond to a man man vibe. Unless he's a fucking killer or a punk, I think if you, even in your worst case scenario, you know what I'm saying? Even the killer gonna respond to it. Yeah, but I think if you put out that fucking vibe, you know what I'm saying? I think that that's that's one thing that's universal about being a man, you know? See, I just made a special show. I just made you all, like, sentimental. Fucking writing a goddamn fucking phone right now. No, you're good. Man, this show is this how it's supposed to go. It's just a flow conversation. The people getting to know you. They're going to hear a lot from you, so... All right, you take over, Robert. You talk for a while. See, I like to talk about everything. Sports, whatever you want to take it to, politics. Right now, I was just kind of enjoying yeah. you, let you guys know. You got to be quiet. We ain't going to never be quiet on the podcast. It's not that I'm yeah. quiet. It's, it's, just, want, it's just that you got to know, you got to yeah. know which, uh, you got to know how to control your tempo while you're doing the podcast. Because if you're talking, I'm going to let it rock. Well, I'm going to spice up this whole um, podcast with a story about equality gone wrong. Let's hear this one. You want to hear this story? Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, I believe in giving everybody a chance. I believe in following life's r- rules. <laughs> I believe that life is a highway which you should enjoy. <laughs> You want to hear this, bro? This is going yeah. Ride your shit. Ride your shit on out. So life affords you many, many opportunities. Because <laughs> I want to paint this vast universe that I'm just a passenger in and accepting of life. <laughs> Hold on a second. So, what this whole thing is leading to. So, not only, you know, I'm a black enthusiast, I'm also gay-friendly. Um, you know, I, I have no shame of hanging out with, a, you know, a group of gay guys and, and be cool. So, I met a friend, who, you know, who is a friend. And the first time I met him, he kind of hit on me. And I was okay with that, but I told him, yo, you know, let's not do this again. So the other day he invites me over. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's rewind real quick. He hit on you. 
And you just told him, don't let it happen again, right? Well, he's a nice like, guy. What type of hit on you was it? It, it? it was, um... Honestly, it was annoying hit on. I mean, it, it, there, I mean, honestly, if you, there, there's two ways we can with this conversation. It was an aggressive one. Like, yeah. Wait. I mean, I mean, look, there's two ways we can go with this discussion. Like, you know, into the details. But in the, in the greater scheme, let me just move on real quick. So it was a little egregious. How's that for a good word? Egregious. But don't worry. Okay. My story has to pay off. So I said, yo, dog, that's a little egregious. Let's not ever do that again. But this is 2018. I should overlook certain things. And, you know, we should be friends. And so he calls me over the other day, and he's like, you know, and I told him we kind of hit a weird spot, and he said, come over. And <laughs> I swung over. The motherfuckers wearing kid fucking printed fucking white tidies sitting in a chair. <coughs> <coughs> that was your kid with me right there. Yes, I got that part. I, I just, you know, like I told you, I was just I taken back by seeing a full-grown man in kids' print, tidy whities And so I, you was taken back, but you still went in the house. What the fuck did you do, bro? What the fuck did you do, bro? Yo, bro, what the fuck did you do? Nah, so what? Nah, first of all... Tell your story. Keep jumping on the fucking plank. Go ahead. Tell your shit. First of all, fuck the two black guys trying to pay me to a corner in this conversation. The room is an efficiency which I Why live in. Why did you have to say the two black guys? Why not two guys? Because you're trying to fucking bake me into this. But Daryl knows better than this. He knows that I live in efficiency, which when you open the fucking door, you're 12 feet fucking from the center of the room, which is my apartment. That's the room the guy lives in. So I did not walk into a room. As is, I was greeted a certain way. And Hello? Oh, so he blitzed, he blitzed you, basically. Yes, sir. He blitzed you. In my apartment. You know the size yeah, of my apartment. Come on in. <laughs> How big is my apartment, Daryl? How big is it? Yeah, I got you. See what I'm saying? So, I didn't go into a full fucking tirade because there was no reason for it. I just said, I got to go. You know what I'm saying? But because the apartment is so small, it literally is a 12, you know, my apartment is no bigger than where that fucking car is right there. Somebody says, come in, bro. Trust me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, but here's the thing. But here, here, here. here. Hey, but here's what I told him. Honestly, here's the real thing is I told him I would felt violated. He didn't like it. No, no. I did tell him this real for real deal. No, no. Seriously. Listen to this. I did tell him for real. I thought it was a fucking punk move. I thought it had gone over fucking board. And I felt violated. He told me to come over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I never judged him. No, listen, I never judged him on the fucking conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I never came over with any other intention of them being friends, despite knowing that he was gay. Right. But I felt like he went overboard by doing that shit. Which he did, though. Huh? He did that intentionally. Well, but, you know, but you're talking about this is what the podcast is about. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, the podcast isn't about that. Well, it's about, <laughs> con- it's about conversations. It's, a, and it's, it's about conversations. Yeah. You know, he but did that I mean, intentionally, though. But you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, dude, I'm not a fucking 12 year old fucking kid. I fucking goddamn well knew what I was doing. But I was not. <laughs> but at the fucking honest to God truth, 
You ain't expecting to be balls out. No, not like that. <laughs> I mean, man, who does? So, what was the conversation about when y'all had the Yo, man, fuck all that shit. Y'all what conversation? Right there. You said you went in the house <laughs> after he had the tight whitey's hood. What? He okay, said he, he here you go. I'm gonna recreate it for you. He said he's out. He okay, I'm gonna recreate it for you. I'm gonna recreate it for you. Yeah, so anyhow, I, uh, my cats, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You happy with that? <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, nah, fuck you, I'm not hold acting on. it for you. Well, no, well, no, well, no, well, no, 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 no. Kiss my ass. Yo. You seen the visual, you can kiss my ass. I got you. I got you. Oh shit. Oh my god. How long did that Yo, take? You How long did that take? Two, point two seconds. <laughs> so you went home and called him after that? Huh? You went home and called him no, after that? No, dude, I was traumatized for like two <laughs> days before I texted him. And I was like, yo, dog, that was, no, please don't videotape me. Right. You can record, but don't videotape me. But no, honestly, bro, I, after, I gave it two days and it really fucked me up. I thought it was very intrusive. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, all bullshit aside, mm-hmm. for, for be, listen, you can't fucking scream equality and acceptance and then violate fucking walls and then come back, you know what I'm saying? You just can't. Right, right. And I just felt, you know, I did feel violated. And I'm sorry if you guys don't fucking relate. Though, nah, hell no. No, I don't exactly. Look, look, yeah, 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 hold on, hold on. We relate all the way. Bro, it was just jokes, you feel me? No, no, but I'm just saying, I did feel violated. We all on the podcast, too. But it was just jokes. Right there. But on the real, I know what you were saying. Like, these niggas scream that they want to be cool, and then they do a dumbass move like that. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, look, man, awkward situations are awkward situations. It could be with the dude. It could be a girl you never wanted to be with. It could be a fucking... have you seen him after? I've seen him. We're good. I mean, listen, I'm not a homophobe, bro. No, nah, it ain't about being a homophobe. No, I saw him. He violated, though. Like, he purposely violated the second time. After he flirted with you the first time, you told him whatever, whatever. Then you said, let's have a conversation. And you walk yeah, in the house, and he's dressed like that. I did. My, our, my last text message to him was, look, we're different kind of dudes, but we're dudes nonetheless. You mm-hmm. know? And I think that's... He's not a dude. That's why he don't believe. Well, I mean, he's, <laughs> no, he's still a dude, dude. He's just different kind of dudes. <laughs> But anyhow, and that's my take on it. Yeah, but crazy. but my fucking point being is is uh, <laughs> yeah, Yo, that's yeah, just crazy. wicked. <laughs> I I'd, I'd spat doing that one. <laughs> nah, he violated that second time purposely. I give what you coming for. I give both of you perspective. Man, listen, I've been everywhere, you know, and I mean, and besides Daryl, you of all people know I have a disgusting fucking temper. You know what I'm saying? So if I really had been offended, it would have been a whole different fucking ball of wax. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, listen, I, I, I mean, homosexuality to me in general and stuff like that are not the most egregious thing. I mean, I think the things that, things that I find egregious is the lack of fucking value of people's word, their essence. This is shit that I fucking find egregious. You know, people who don't have no fucking values or no goals. Or people justify their shitty existence by every rational, easy, fucking, low-hanging fruit of excuse. Whether it be on black. I, I went to the restaurant the other day, not too recently. Chick's been here for fucking 30 years. I don't speak fucking English. What, seriously? No, I shouldn't fucking speak to you. And I told the manager that. I shouldn't fucking speak to that chick in fucking Spanish. It's not in my fucking... It's not in my job description. It's not. She's been here for fucking 30 fucking years. <laughs> 
You know? At least they learn how to say toste like that girl in the fucking between the two people on, on the subway. <laughs> where the, she goes, Do you want it toasted? Some people just can't get it though. Bro, I, I work with a guy, right? I work with a guy that's from Honduras. He from um well, yeah, he, got he, he been Honduras. here. I know, oh, I need my letter. He been here for fifteen years and can't speak English. You know how he learned how to speak English? Through music. So what do you do? Seek J Lo to you every time he's got a spray. That motherfucker said, "Yo, then you started." Yeah, that motherfucker said, "Yo, I put on music to try to learn English." Listen, first of all, I've been to Korea, I've been to several fucking countries, and I speak Spanish. Now, listen, there are certain there are certain sounds that we English speakers. It's called Celtic or whatever. Anyhow, our languages, the reason why we all fall, uh, fall into certain region, uh, into certain is because of Latin and how it breaks down. Yo, bro. You listen to Biggie Smalls? Huh? Yeah. It's too long? No. Of course it's too long. No, I don't. You don't listen to Biggie Smalls? No. Gotta listen to Biggie Smalls. Right I listen here, to bro. LTC. Don't cry, crying waterfalls. I'm dyslexic. I'm dyslexic. Or stone. Which of the two you guys want to go with? <laughs> You're terrible, Daryl. You're not a friend. <laughs> you see what that guy has done to me? He's done volleyball setups all night long. Yeah, that's crazy, Oh, this is how you motherfucker bring the new year back in. No, nah, man, but I, but I, I mean, but but the chick fucking been there for fucking thirty fucking years and don't speak no English. So I'm working at an optical in Houston, right? And. It's a it's a minority uh, uh, mall, predominantly Hispanic and blacks, right? Do you know it's a so I'm selling eyewear to this Mexican lady who's like eighty, and she, I'm speaking Spanish to her, and she goes, and I say to her in Spanish, "Why haven't you learned Spanish?" Why haven't you learned? English? I mean English, and she goes. Because I haven't had time. I'm like, you've been here 30 fucking years. What the fuck have you been doing? In Spanish, that's what I told her. I'm like, 30 fucking years? You're fucking 70 where you're solving fucking nuclear physics? You didn't have time to pick up the shit on the side? I mean, I'm just saying 30 fucking... I mean, after 30 years, even you and I can fucking pick up fucking... I ran I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, fucking 30 fucking years. I've been busy. What the fuck? <laughs> fucking 30 years. This motherfucker is yeah, that's, that's a fact, though. So you voted for Trump. Huh? Huh? <laughs> that's the Trump type shit you just said. Or just that. Uh, you know what I mean? It was fine. It was funny. I laughed. That was a Trump vote with the ass fucking self you just did. Make you voted for Trump, did you? I know. You look a make America great ass nigga. I'm telling you, sir. He was in the military. He got the, all the background that says it, bro. Like, everything. Make America great again. 
Okay, I'm gonna show you something, and you can show. Okay, listen. No, no, you want something no, for your no, camera? No, no, you want something no, for your no, camera? No, I'll give you something. For, oh, no, hold no. on. I'm gonna give you something for your camera. Please, please, please. I am here. Hold this, Daryl. Here you go. What's that say right there? You don't know. Show him the other one. Brotherhood, baby. Now, when you look at that, please, right? Oh, you disgusting pig! No, 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 no. You're gonna make it sound bad. That's my fucking military. No, I know that. I know that, right? But if you didn't know, if you didn't know him, I don't give a rat's ass. You seen a white person? I don't care. I'm not white. Wait, I know. I know you're not. I know you're not. You know. You know. But here's the thing: is here's the thing: is honestly, you guys think I look white, but here's the thing: is Hispanic people don't think I look Hispanic. Nah, I already knew you wasn't white though. Off the rip though. Like, we could tell because we from New York. Motherfuckers look. Like, you don't look white. You look. And my grandfather, in my family line, actually, it's very interesting. It's actually German. If you want to look me up and you want to look up Germans. Right. Look at your No, no, no. What I'm saying is, it's, it's interesting how fucking the dynamics change. Like, for example, honestly. Bro. Because my grandpa was actually. Yeah, uh, hold on, hold on. We from New York, bro. Oh. Trust me, what does that mean? Spanish is all kind of culture. All niggas in New York call Spanish niggas white that look like you. You know, you know what the uh, you know they be you calling. You look like a Spanish nigga. They call them Germans. Yep, and we, that's exactly what we call niggas, Germans. You heard my feelings. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying, you know, like you call me the N word, you call me whitey. I went off this pop podcast and I trademark anything that I've said before this. TM. <laughs> I just trademarked everything yeah. that I said, <laughs> and I'm making a registration mark with my arms and legs. <laughs> this motherfucker's stupid, y'all. Hey, you would hear an Asian joke? This is kind. Hold on, this is concrete convos. Yo, I think forty-seven minutes is good enough to give y'all. Let's sign out, Josh. Your boy, Young Weez. Bye. (laughs) Hey, we out of here, y'all. Oh shit.